Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wild Wisdom Wellbeing Guest Spot. And today I have the most lovely Liz Walton, creation coach. And Liz, I've known Liz for a while now, and she does the most amazing work, but she does it so beautifully, so gracefully, holding things so lightly and being such a fabulous inspiration. But I think the best thing to do is just to hand over to Liz. And Liz, if you would tell us a little bit about the work that you do and how you got into that. Why is it your passion? <laughs> oh, Robin, what an absolutely beautiful introduction. Thank you so much and for your wonderful, kind words. That's really, really kind. So um, basically, hello, hello. So for, for all of you in England, it's in the morning. and. I'm in Australia at the moment. I'm down at the coast at a place called Mollymook, which is gorgeous. Um, but it's all been a bit overcast and rainy and wet, but still warm. But it's nice to be on a break. So, but we are actually seven o'clock in the evening. So good evening and good morning all at the same time. So um, lovely, lovely to be here and very exciting to be with you on your chat. And I just love what you do as well. Beautiful, Robin. So um, my name is Liz Walton. I'm calling myself the creation coach at the moment because, I don't know, everything sort of ebbs and flows as we find our way um, within our, our, um, our passions, isn't it? <clears throat> so um, I suppose I've been in the field of um, health and wellness for about 25 years. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, I started off just, you know, learning about massage, which is in a way what got me into the passion of the ability of the body to heal. And with working there, I wanted to find out more about what, why do some people heal? Why do some people not? What, what is it that makes us do what we do? And why do we think the way we do? You know, all those curiosities, <clears throat> excuse me. So then that's when I started getting into more, I suppose, the coaching, the mind, all of those things of what's going on in between here. And within that journey, really, that's when I started my, and I, I was late to find a man and, and I got married when I was about 25, no, 35, 36. And, um, and because I was already supposedly, you know, older, I uh, we we knew it was good to you know start having a child. Now for me that didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't wasn't an easy journey for me, um, but when I say a very learned journey for me. So long story short, really, is I I ended up having a ten year journey, which consisted of six IVFs. Um, it consisted of doing a lot of soul searching. I think the first part was when I just started attacking myself. Why can't my body do it? What's wrong with me? And just all of that inner self-questioning and attack. And then realizing, hold on, if we've had so many IVFs and it's still not working, it's not about looking outside. I've got to look in here, what's going on here. And really, again, you know, it was it was a learned journey. So at the, you know, I did everything I could, tried every therapist, tried, you know, I wanted to, to know. So what I also did is um, I did loads of courses and workshops, but I also trained in so much because I didn't want to just understand, you know, I didn't want to just do a learning and I wanted to understand. I wanted to get it in every single fiber of my being. So, you know, by the end of when it came up to eight years, <clears throat> still no baby, but I was happier. <laughs> 
I'd sorted out so much of my, we'll call it stuff, um, healed so much of my past. I had grown so much. I had become a much healthier individual in body and mind spiritually um, in every single way. And I just had a much more better, um, I suppose, understanding about life and who I was and, you know, the world around us. <clears throat> and so I was becoming a really good um, coach and I worked more with women. Um, year eight, what had happened? Oh, my sister-in-law, who was um, also on the same journey, but a bit later on to me and happened to get pregnant first time IVF. So this oh, was like a knife into my heart. <laughs> and um, I suppose the reality was, you know, I didn't like the feelings that were coming up because I was like, this isn't me. I don't want to dislike somebody that only managed to do what I couldn't do. But it was interesting, the emotions, the feelings, the heartache, you know, and all of this. But it was my guiding star to say, Liz, it is time to let go. So that that was really that catalyst, you know, that my guiding star. So it wasn't easy because it was a bit, a bit like, you know, OK, I need to let go. How do you do that? How do you let go of something that you've been, you know, trying and looking everywhere, trying to find that key? So, again, I had lots of tools. I had met some amazing people. So it was about calling on them to support me. How do you do this? You know, how what does looking letting go look like and how do you do this? So I would say I worked on myself for about a good year to year and a half <clears throat> to the point where my language was, I'm really lucky I don't have to get pregnant. I can, I am the child. I can spend money on myself. I'll sleep whenever I want and travel and do all of these things. And then, uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I've got fogging off my throat now. Um, so really, I was 45 years old. I was coming up to Christmas. <clears throat> This is when I knew you and uh, <laughs> I felt dreadful. <laughs> I was like, it's Christmas, I need to party. And um, so I, I knew, I was like, okay, this is menopause. Obviously I, I feel dreadful, I need some help. Oh my gosh. Went to the doctor and I suppose the most bizarre thing was them giggling going, mm, it's not menopause. So for me, it was a bit of a shock going, you know, what do you mean? It's, you know, I, I could not compute. Um, but the reality was, you know, as I, as I was actually pregnant. So um, I would actually about uh, nine to ten weeks pregnant, um, which was quite bizarre because I was a bit like, how is this possible? And um, I had my 12 week scan at the very beginning of January, which I was still like, <laughs> how is this possible? And so seeing on that scan at my 12 week, um, at my 12 week scan, this little thing on the scan like the emotion that came up from going oh my goodness this is this is really happening this is true oh my goodness and then within about five ten minutes the doctor going okay so well uh, yep looks like this is happening but um oh it's not looking very good so uh, so it's been like what what are you on about so he so said there was too much um fluid at the back of the neck and the nuchal nuchal translucency was far too big so because of your age we're looking at chromosomal issues, um, <clears throat> downs, and all of these things, um, of which I was still trying to figure out what what you mean I'm pregnant, you know. So mm. it wasn't really, again, that, that day was a difficult day. But again, what repeated after that for me was another probably most deepest spiritual experience about remaining present and doing everything I could to kind of create balance 
and peace within my body knowing well something's chosen to come here and whether it is um within my um control or not I, i've just got to to love this you know and i've just got to be here and see how this is going to work so on an external level, we did everything that needed to happen. And then on an internal level, um, I worked with this amazing lady called Harry Ma, who's, who's in Bristol, and she is freaking awesome. And we looked internally about, you know, what was presenting itself and working with that, basically, on an emotional level. And really, by the time it was 24 weeks, or should I say she, by the time she was 24 weeks, they couldn't find a problem at all. And um, I was very blessed, and I still am. <laughs> to um i've had a had a little baby girl at the age of 46 and had a very beautiful pregnancy i owned and chanted her out so because of this another wonderful friend of ours um who is a business coach basically said um i think this might be a really good place for you to you know combine everything because you get the journey and it's not just one two or three years it's not just a couple of you know it's all of this together and so really you know i was thinking really do you think <laughs> So really, it's from her words and her, um, you know, I, I suppose her knowledge and just going, I, I think this would be good that it, it's kind of all come together from from there and why I'm kind of speaking here today. And um, yeah, so I, I, I can't tell you how much I love what I do to be able to support women more so on the emotional aspect of fertility for women um, and couples. And I've worked with a couple of men that where they struggle to get pregnant maybe it's to stay pregnant or maybe they realize they've got to let go but how do you do that so i've got this blueprint of all of my journey where i now have to thank all of those years because it's allowed me to learn so much understand so much and i i get it you know it's it's not an easy journey there is loads of bumps kind of like life you know but how can we traverse them in the best way possible because we can't um, change what's going on outside we can only change what's here so <clears throat> with all my clients as i say i can't um, guarantee pregnancy but what i can guarantee is a mind shift so much that you find peace and happiness where you are and as i'm aware when we find that peace we find that happiness we know that where we are right now is enough magic can happen and so I do have quite a few clients where they've come to see me to say, I need to get over this. And sometime later, and you know, for everyone it's different. I've had people get pregnant within this, you know, two or three weeks of working with me to a couple of years later. And um, we've had that, that little bubba's come along or come in, should I say. So that I suppose is where we are now and um yeah so i i find that i have a lot of clients that aren't always to do with fertility but it's about creation of some sort you know it's about helping to create the self when we feel lost <clears throat> you know who am i where am i what am i doing maybe their the, the children has grown up and again who am i so it's it's creation of all sorts about finding that space so that creation can happen and what's blocking you know, let's have a look at that so we can open that flow. <clears throat> so, um, yes, very, you know, as I think for all of us, it's always that that journey of healing and love that we end up doing what we do because we get it, don't we? We've had that passion and support to want to help others. Absolutely. And I think 
like you were saying, when you've gone through it yourself, you know it from the inside out. And I think that's why you and I just resonate so much, because both of us are looking at the curiosity, the questioning, why, what, how, wanting to understand on that deeper level, knowing that we aren't just any one physical part in isolation, we aren't even just the body in isolation. We are the body, the mind, the spirit, the emotions, the thoughts, the beliefs, everything goes into who we are, but also into our experience and the life that kind of comes our way or doesn't because of the blocks or the beliefs that we have in place that just don't allow us to experience certain things or mean that we're more likely to find things really difficult or challenging or hard or or blocks or whatever so yeah I love so much of what you were saying there and I love that you you explored it from the inside so you did everything on the outside and then realized actually at the end of the day the only thing I can control the only thing I can change is me Mm. and that when you do that your body gets back to balance it goes yippee I can get back to doing what I do and when we do that quite often you know a child will come along if it's meant to or whatever it is the creation of whatever if we can just allow the flow because if we want something that much then there is great passion there. there's great energy there and it's just about letting that flow and in letting that flow it might not be the thing that we expected it might be something else but it would be something that brings us joy that what you were saying out i can't guarantee pregnancy but i can guarantee that you will have that mindset shift you will feel so much better and you will find your course you will find the true you and be able to be the true you I just love all of that that you were saying. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing of bringing all aspects of us into alignment. And yes. we will I feel like we all have something that, you know, stops us and brings us to our core, you know, whether it's health, whether it's a fertility journey, whether it, you know, it, 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 for all of us, it's something different, you know. And um, it's it, this is the opportunity. In, in actual fact, this is the gift you know this is what i keep telling a lot of my clients you know don't don't think of this as something's happened to you you must have done something terrible in a past life or you know i'm being punished by somebody out there this you know we're not given what we we're not always given what we want but we're given what we need you know and this is the opportunity to change who you are which then in its turn can change the legacy that you leave because it means that you clean the slate yes I love that. And my friend that I spoke with in one of these earlier guest spots, Jane Grayer, talks about bereavement and death being Mm. the gift that we would never choose Mm. and yet holds so much wisdom and such great benefit for for our lives, for our experience. And you were talking so openly and honestly about how deeply the the journey that you went on the various different hits that you had along the way how deeply they impacted on you on that emotional spiritual soul level not just on a physical level but you could just see from from your body language from your face how that transformed everything how it how you are now truly grateful at the deepest level of your being for all that happened 
Mm. Not just, oh, I say a token thank you to it because <laughs> it's got me to where I am now. But actually, looking at you and listening to you, it's like I literally would not change a thing because without it, mm. I couldn't have got to being so comfortable in who I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the journey helped me, you know, heal so much of my past. And, you know, it's that 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 kind of rave song as well. I didn't realize I was broken. You know, I didn't realize I needed it. I knew that things were, might not be right. But when you have something that challenges to go, OK, I've got to look deeper. I've got to look here. I've got to look here. And then just realize, oh, my God, I'm feeling so much better by healing that. I'm feeling much better. And just that, gosh, actually, this is this is OK. This is OK. Yeah. Um, and then I. It's like um, so I've done a lot of work with um, a, being coming a journey practitioner, and there's a the lady that pioneered is a woman called Brandon Bays, and she she talks about all of us being a shining diamond, and on a diamond, of course, there's loads of different facets. And all those facets are all those aspects of who we are, and um, you know, as we heal those different aspects, you know, some of them we might go, oh gosh, I'm pretty sure I've, <laughs> I've worked on this one, but there's still that another aspect that may be holding you, that little strand, and you know, it's when all parts of you can shine like that diamond, you know, and if you imagine it shines out, and then the flow can come in, and um, then what we really, really need is, will come. It's, 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 you know, I, I keep working on it and time and time again. And when we just let go again, all of that non-attachment and find that peace within who we are and understand that we are in a way we are enough, but it's, it's, it's more than we are just enough. You know, we are, this is going to sound a bit cliche. It's like, you know, I am love, but it's, it's, it's love on such a, a deep spiritual level of, of just being okay with that, that we are. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I love it with all of my clients of just going, oh, my God, I thought I was on a journey to find a, a baby. And actually, I found myself. And for me, like you're saying, with all the different aspects on that diamond, although we may think, oh, I dealt with this or I thought I dealt with this, why am I dealing with it again? For me, it's another layer. So, you know, yeah. I love all these metaphors, the diamond, it's an onion, I'm peeling off another layer and another layer and another yeah. layer. And yeah. when I'm working with clients and they say, but I've dealt with this before, why do I have to do it again? Or what, what failed the last time? Why did I not? I thought I'd done it. I must have failed. I'm like, no, you didn't. Actually celebrate this. What it means is you've come to a new layer. You're going deeper or further or whatever way you look at the direction that you're traveling. But you're moving. You're doing mm. more. And I share about how one little small, small shift in our way of looking at things has massive impacts on our experience. So we might think, I've only changed this little belief. But actually, your experience is going to shift radically. And the whole world is going to change for you because you've made that shift. So everything else has to shift to allow for your new way of being absolutely when we change everything around us changes it's a it's it's the most amazing thing really but yes it, it does actually happen because we just we start to see things differently so yeah and also as, as bruce lipton says we change our body's chemistry by doing that which yeah. is why we get healthier because mm. if we're stepping more into who we really are then yeah our body is getting back to its blueprint of the healthy, well way of functioning. 
Absolutely. So I just want to say good morning. We've been joined by Tammy, a friend of mine. It's lovely to see you, Tammy. Um, <laughs> so yeah it, it's it's such a precious journey and like you say it happens for everybody and it'll be a different thing that triggers each one of us or or brings us to that point of feeling I don't know what to do I'm lost I'm stuck it just feels yeah. huge it feels overwhelming and yet when we can do that journey within and explore that and we keep that curiosity it holds such nuggets doesn't it it holds everything that we need so not just i am i am enough i am everything i have mm. everything that i need i have access mm. to all the resources that mm. i need so mm. can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the people that you work with what kinds of clients do you have you said you have some men but obviously mostly women can you tell us yeah. a little bit about what people bring to you yeah, uh, so on the whole, it tends to be mostly women. Um, I do get a few men. Um, so most tend to be um, along the fertility path. And I've worked with a few men who have had some sperm issues or um, just issues within themselves. And it's creating, you know, they're, they're realizing that there's something emotional and they feel like it's holding them back so that's been really lovely to work with them and then you know just by working on the emotion it's changed that which has been you know so exciting um but mostly with my clients um let's have a look so i've worked with women uh, again they've um either they haven't managed to get pregnant or they've managed or they've got a couple of pregnancies and um it's not happening again um maybe it's not the some of them where it's not the problem about getting pregnant it's staying um pregnant you know keeping the pregnancy um i've had a few that have had a lot of miscarriages and just the grief as well as stillbirth so i work a lot with grief and um um, as I think it's something that you do, uh, birth matrix re-imprinting, you know, the, with um, Sharon King, which is just, oh God, such beautiful work. So it's been, you know, amazing to learn that before I came back to Australia. Um, so that's been really powerful with just clearing the body. Um, um, I've also had clients where they've um, had their first baby ready for the second baby. Um, so it's secondary infertility as well. But there might have been a lot of fear um, or maybe they've had a traumatic birth and so they're ready but the body's like no it's a little bit traumatic no 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 um, <laughs> so um, and also a lot of clients where you know so I specialize in unexplained infertility you know so I say I'm a bit of the un, you know unexplained infertility alchemy so it's like you sort of said before I believe that the body and as, as you said with Bruce Slipton the body has a blueprint for health it knows how to do it so then why would this be happening so i tend to see people usually when they've tried everything else because they might have heard about me before and they're like no it's okay i just need to do this other ivf no it's okay i just need to do this i just have to change my diet i have to change so they've tried everything else and um it's still not working so it's it, in a way it's being able to find the scars that don't come up in the microscope where oh, I just don't know, just, just, we'll just try another one. I just don't understand why you're not getting pregnant. So there where we can look, okay, so what, 
what else can we work with? What else is going on? Why would your body be doing this? So again, it's sort of being like a detective, you know, and just, you know, as you say, looking, like you say, unpeeling the layers, maybe, you know, looking at what else is going on. And so this can be so exciting as well. And I said, you know, again, put that hat of curiosity on and let's get curious. Why would this be? So it's been parents where they've been alcoholic or maybe one parent was an alcoholic and they love their parents, but they also have anger. So it's looking at really healing those connections with our role models and especially with the mums. So, you know, we can all have issues with our mums. We love our mums, but there can be all sorts of different relationships that have gone on within that time. And when we heal those lines as well, that can make such a huge difference. It's really, really, I, I tell you, this work just, you know, I, I don't know who teaches who more, me having the clients, because I just feel like I learn so much all the time, you know, just, just, um, opening to right let's see what's let's discover let's discover what your body wants to tell us and then again like you say is in that conversation of just being curious and opening up um, maybe there's been abuse of all different flavors as well so <clears throat> we grow up it's time to have a baby where we've got married maybe we haven't but you know we've come to a point where okay time to have children so the conscious mind's like yeah all good sorted the unconscious mind again is like no <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So we can be wearing an unconscious chastity belt, you know. So this is where it's like, let's have a look, you know, what's going on? Why is that? And again, I've been very lucky. I've got all sorts of different tools which I can grab on just to help the individual to uncover this for themselves because I do believe we all have the answers inside. Absolutely. So it's and about just that. reconnecting, isn't it? I love that that is so empowering from going from that potential I can't get pregnant I'm a failure I'm not good enough kind of almost in that victim state to going okay then right I can look into what's going on I can find that out and maybe like you say you're working with people often who have unexplained fertility so even just to right, I can look into this I can start to find what might be going on I can start to work with my body because so often we have that which comes from the medical perspective of something has gone wrong. I am not conceiving because something is going wrong or my partner isn't conceiving because something is going wrong. So instead of looking at it as a mistake or a failure or my body is, is not working properly or is attacking me in some way, rather looking at it as like, oh, what is the issue? What is the challenge? What is the learning behind this? What, what is the attachment? I did um, some amazing continued professional development recently with Dr. Kwesi from um, Meta Health, Meta Consciousness, was talking all about how dis-ease is always, you can always track it back to some form of attachment. Wow. So again, in fertility, it would be, what is the attachment? Am I attached to anger? Am I attached to fear? Because the body's only trying to keep us safe. So yep. what is that mental chastity belt? I love that. What is that subconscious chastity belt about? Why is my body going, uh, 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 this isn't safe, this isn't good for me at this time? How can I turn that around and go, I'm actually perfectly safe? And as well as what you were saying about those lines, creating that, you know, detaching those unhealthy, unsupportive lines, wiping the slate clean, getting rid of the... the the 
attachments from previous generations. So the things that my mother was afraid of or my grandmother, those fears, those attachments that I believe many in this generation are here to do. We're here to say, right, it stops here. I'm going to change. I'm going to learn to love me, be the love, that the everything that I am and to pass that on to my children because if I'm doing this for fertility, even more, it's going to be passed down through the generations. How oh, utterly wonderful and magical is that? Absolutely. We get to clear the slate because the thing, everything, everything gets passed down. You know, if you think about it, you know, oh, yeah, I'll get cancer because, you know, my, my mother had it or I'll have rheumatoid arthritis. I'll have all of these things. And um, we, we just say this because that's our belief. And, you know, as I say to you, our clients, yeah, this is an opportunity to clear it all. I said, this, this is just my belief. You might not believe that, but this is what I believe. We have the opportunity to clean up. And this means it doesn't need to go any further. So I had, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. So I had the opportunity to clear all of that shame and guilt from sexual abuse. I had that opportunity because I was just like, oh, my God, if I don't clear this, this is a pattern that can uh, unconsciously be repeated. And so I'm like, well, I, I have to clear it. And so again, going deep and finding everyone. So I could just clear this from every aspect, every part of my, my, you know, my cells, my, um, you know, my sinews, my fibers, everything, all, you know, all aspects of me, because I, you know, that's something that doesn't need to be passed down, does it? And, you know, I just had the difference in who I, who I then became was palpable. It was amazing. And so that's why I go, this, this is the gift you can wipe the slate clean and this means it changes now for the generations the next generation and beyond I mean, that's... and you can just see it and hear it just watching you how, how i talk about stress being making us small and you can just see it can't you in some people how they stand or how they hold themselves versus looking at your expansiveness and the joy and the light just that flows when you talk about these things and that idea of you talked about sinews and and all of that how that could be holding you versus freeing you and, and putting that weight down and not having having to carry that and not as you say passing it on expected not expecting but that our mm. children then take that on as well but just mm. to be able to say no, no no i am putting it down so nobody has to carry this anymore to me, that's just, you know, I can't even put words to how wonderful that is. Yeah, yeah, my lovely, thank you so much. But yes, I think, you know, when we decide to take on that power to heal, it's amazing what, the you know, the ripple effect, what it can change. So um, no matter what our our path may be, you know, for, for, for myself, it was fertility. And for a lot of my clients, that tends to be it. Um, but we'll all have something that will just, you know, shift and change us and we can choose to take that on or not you know but the, that that's the um that's the gift it's the opportunity yeah and um, i was sharing recently as well about how the chinese term for crisis is danger plus opportunity so oh, yeah. within every situation that feels like a crisis so it can be a personal crisis or a worldwide crisis there is within that an opportunity and it's for me just about keeping that curiosity hat or lens or whatever that we go okay this looks horrendous this looks really scary this looks huge where's the opportunity within it where's the gift 
yeah. how can um, I turn this around so that I am not, um, you know, it's not happening to me. Yeah. It's yeah. happening and, um, for me. Absolutely. And in chaos, there's so much change. That's why we say breakdown is a breakthrough, isn't it? It's in that chaos that things can change. And so chaos isn't always, always bad. <laughs> and change feels uncomfortable, even when it's change that we've chosen, yeah. even when it's change that we want. The going yeah. through the change is often really unsettling and takes a mm. while to find our feet again and to get comfortable with the new because we're so used to the old yeah but it just feels a little bit strange it's like buying a new pair of shoes yeah or whatever it, it just feels a little bit oh even if we know that it's the right thing so when we're not sure when we don't know what's happening we're thinking how the hell is this going to pan out then it's knowing that we can trust that it's still going to be okay because we can control who we are within that yeah and you know it's always about how can we be okay with not knowing you know it's about yes. you know and this is about sitting in that in that energy of being okay with not knowing you know and i think this this brings me on to another thing it's a lot of that's so much of the feminine energy and a lot of my clients i would work so much with getting back into the feminine stepping back into who we are as the feminine being the feminine core being the goddess um, because I th feel that in this day and age, with our manic society and bang, 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 although this year <laughs> it's been another challenging year, you know, for a lot of women, especially if we happen to be in corporate or we're busy working, we're having to, you know, work, work, work and get our goals and work, work, work and busy, busy, busy. And I do get a lot of clients, you know, they can be quite high up in corporate and they're like, well, I've managed to always get everything just by setting the goal and getting to it. Why isn't that baby happening? And, you know, it's all about, well, this is all the masculine. And this isn't about getting away and having a go at masculine. We have within us the masculine and the feminine. And it's that dance, isn't it? And so within the feminine, um, with who we are as the female, we are stepping a lot into our masculine. So I've worked, I've done a lot of deep work with the feminine. This I'm finding this at the moment. I'm so excited. I'm going to do a lot more work um, on some feminine stuff because I right now, I'm, I don't know, it just seems to be so needed right now. And I wanted to know more um where i had a client coming in and there was they couldn't find any reason why she wasn't making eggs so we did a lot of work about accessing the feminine about being that and you know for all of us it's different you know and um we did some amazing work um you know because again what is the feminine to you what does that mean so we did a lot of journaling a lot of working and just accessing that and you know usually we're busy 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 run 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 busy 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 run 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 work work beat beat you know and it was about let's slow down let's look at where how we can expand into that feminine energy because the feminine you know the, the masculine is all about be do let's sort it out if there's pain let's get out out of the way it's the feminine we have to sit with that we have to be okay with that which is what we do with our partners when we have to we have to sit with that when the baby has has a has um, a fever well that we just have to sit with that when they have a tantrum we have to sit with them allow that this is the feminine energy you know the feminine energy is so strong and um, it's about stepping back into that. And um, so this particular client, she was, she was saying, well, I've got eggs. And she goes, and I know it's because we really looked at who that is for, you know, for her. And it was, oh gosh, it was so exciting. 
so exciting. So, yes. Such, such a perfect example. And as you were talking about that, it was getting me thinking when you were saying about sitting with the child with the fever, sitting with all these things, it's it's the emotion, isn't it? It's, it's just, it's that shadow work. And if mm. you think of the yin and the yang, mm. the yin being the female, it's the dark. It's the going within. It's the, the like the seed that's planted in the ground. And initially you can't see anything happening. It's all working away in there in the dark, creating in the dark. Oh. You think of the, mm. the baby developing inside the mum mm. it's in the dark mm. so it's a lot of that stuff isn't like it the, the stuff that that traditionally we don't want to look at because it's not comfortable and our society doesn't encourage the feminine as much as the masculine do well maybe things i think things are shifting yeah there is more talk about the feminine and there's there's more looking within in a sense than maybe there used to be but there is still that do 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 and you know, get your goals, set your goals, work for your goals, all of that stuff. So it's nice to have that little input to think, actually, we need the feminine. We need that going within. We need that stillness. We need that time. We need that just sitting. I love that, just sitting with things because that, that beingness is not something that we talk about it's not something that we generally generally celebrate or, or promote is it so yeah. to, to have somebody like yourself who is saying it's essential and giving, and giving essential. permission yeah and it's essential to remember it you know this isn't about yes. getting getting at the masculine or anything like that it's just looking at mm. especially on the fertility journey one thing i've noticed this is about harnessing remembering reconnecting bringing it forth that feminine um core being um the one that that can stop the one that can wait the one that is the creative because the feminine is the creative and so let's connect to that so it's uh, you know and so this is another part which is so so exciting i'm finding with a with a lot of the the fertility work is really connecting back to the feminine so it's um yeah it's something i've been very excited about and it's actually made me want to learn more because i know for me you know i'm there going well i'm a woman of course i'm feminine but i know it's a lot of work i had to do personally with myself you know and getting back into creating because i do remember someone saying to me this where do you create and i'm a bit like oh i work because <laughs> all i did all i did was work you know when you didn't have children kids and you know you want to go on holiday you just work so for me it was an interesting thing to relearn remember reconnect what is that for me so it's, it's a wonderful aspect again uh, as we connect to you know on the fertility journey to the fertile self who is that and for all of us you know there's there's different nuances as well but um really exciting love it love it but in another aspect to to the journey and absolutely it's it, like you were saying it's not against the masculine it's but have the masculine just make sure that you're not crowding out the feminine you're not well, denying the, flow, the, the dance isn't it yeah. yes absolutely yeah. it's the flow it's the dance and they're saying that sometimes the the so we as the feminine core being we can be stepping into all of our masculine so we are emasculating our men yes. you know so it's like we have to allow we have to step back into that to allow the the male masculine to be the male because then we can have a beautiful dance 
And that was, I was just like, wow, didn't even think about that. So it's, yeah, there's some great work that can be done just, just on that. And uh, for some of my clients, we just do heaps of work just on that because it brings up so many, so many things, you know, so, and that, that in itself can, you know, again, empty that emotional bag just in itself where they're like, oh my gosh, I get it. So, and I love, it. I love that, that, you know, it, you, you were saying just on that and on the surface, that is so simple. I mean, look at the feminine and it's so easy to, to dismiss something that seems simple and yet there's such richness within that oh. and when you're saying about so the juicy flow, if we think about it you know that juiciness mm, of, yeah yeah mm. true that's more of the fertility and when you were talking about the flow and and women being too much in the masculine leaving men not really knowing what their place is my husband always said, said that he struggled when you know the feminism was so big and and if he meets a woman he doesn't really know can i open the door for you can i pull the chair out for you yeah. he's doing it out of respect and and mm. just yeah it's, it's respect it's not yeah. you poor weak female he's not like that yeah but he's then if i pull out a chair am i going to get shouted at am i yeah. you know offending yeah. people and, so, and touching so on the feminine yeah and touching on the feminine has nothing to do with that this is about you know accessing the the creation of that feminine aspect and you know the i suppose in a way the if we think of the masculine can be more of a line the feminine is more of the round you know and and how can that work within that beautiful flow so yeah and it just it's an interesting one in terms of the dynamic within a couple if a woman is too much in her masculine and where then does it leave her husband or her male partner in in terms of that flow and how that might impact on him and yeah. his sense of his fertility so that it is that flow and that dance. And I love that dance keeps coming up for me this week. So it's really interesting one to explore. And yeah. you're, you're talking there about doing more stuff yourself on the feminine. So just if you have anything in oh, I do. whatever comes I do. up, there's share, an, share. Yeah, no, there's an amazing woman here who I've been put in touch with and I'm doing, going to be going to do a course because um, and um, yeah, I should put you in touch. She's a lady called Julie Tenner. She's here in Australia. and uh yeah she is she's pretty amazing so i'll send you all the info but she would be lovely also i'm sure to um have a good interesting chat with she's well she's, if, um, if she'd like beautiful. to i'm looking for more people but just if you and she created something that is you know not uh, obviously based in solely australia but if it's something that other people can access then feel free to share anything in the group yeah. well because wonderful thing the wonderful thing about, um, you know, where we are in the world is so much now has gone online. So it doesn't matter where you are. It's accessible, isn't it? So, you know, there's there's lots of there's lots of fun and exciting stuff. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I, this fertility and the journey of fertility can take so many different avenues, which can bring so many different people on different journeys. And everybody is different. And, um, you know, I think every day I just learn more and more and more and more and more. And, I, and this is where I have to really bless my, my long journey because it's, it's um, opened up something I never could have foreseen um, as I sort of go deeper into my work and now can really start to grow more. So, yeah, it's very exciting. 
I completely agree. When you work with people, people are amazing, aren't they? They're fascinating. And, and yeah. the journeys that they're on and, and the steps that you take, I am the same. I'm thinking, gosh, who's learning more here? Yeah. It, it's just so rich and wonderful and, and exciting to journey alongside somebody on their path and to see those moments when everything just kind of falls into place in terms of understanding and then how that impacts on, on their whole just being. Absolutely. And um, look, for me, it's always an honour to be part of the healing journey and co-create mm. um, yes. their health and happiness, you know, because it's, you know, I'm just holding their hands with them when they need, but it, everything comes from within them and within, within them themselves. And um, yeah, such an honour, such an honour. I absolutely agree. And that's why I call what I do mentoring, because it's not that I do anything. It's just being there with that person and just either holding hand or shining a light or seeing within them what it is that they need when sometimes they can't see it themselves and just kind of being that mirror. This is what I see. This is who you really are. Mm, 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 absolutely. And like you say, remembering and reconnecting. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, yes, it's an honour, so which is really great. And particularly for you, because the outcome often is then seeing a little baby come into the world. Yeah, and I think, um, so for me, it's the whole thing that, you know, magic can happen, miracles can happen. And when we, you know, t decide to take that staff or take, take, um, I don't know what's the right word, the baton and say, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to look deeper inside. Let's, you know, bring it on because not everybody, you know, it's scary to do that, isn't it? So, um, you know, I'm really lucky. I have clients that are ready, willing and able. I, I mean, I just attract yeah. the most amazing clients and it's, it's about, yeah, okay, let's, let's look deeper. Let's find that out. And, you know, we all get so much more than you ever anticipated. And that's what, you know, I never would have thought that trying to, you know, get pregnant and have a baby would completely change my life. You know, I, I remember being at a workshop. Um, I think it was one of Penny's workshop when we were looking at, you know, the mental health. And, you know, I remember saying, you know, I have to thank the child I never had because it changed my life. Yes. And I think it's because you've been on that journey, because you are who you are, because you've had all these experiences, because of the energy that you've created, that's why you have such wonderful clients and they are obviously because of where you are and the energy that you're putting out the vibration that you hold they're going to be people who are right I'm ready just take me there just show me from your experience I know that you can give me what I need and help me where I need it so you are now the mother of a gorgeous little girl but that has <laughs> then impacted on your journey again having been through that whole 10-year journey then suddenly you have a gorgeous little daughter how has that changed things again oh gosh massively so yeah so as i said i thank the child i never had and then i had to check the file that thank the child i did have because again she changed my life again um all in a good way you know and look parenthood is um 
oh gosh, parenthood is the most amazing, wonderful, difficult, frustrating, fabulous, wondrous, you know, it, it's everything in one. So now I'm, I now, now I'm on all sorts of workshops and learning how to be a really good parent because it's so interesting, isn't it? So again, she teaches me every day um, about, you know, usually how to be better because <laughs> it's, um, it's an interesting journey, but she's, She's amazing, amazing in so many ways. And um, um, so for me, it's great to have her as the evidence that this this can happen. You know, I always say, well, if it happened for me, it can happen for you. And um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm just an old, older parent, as they say. Most of my friends my age are having grandparents. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm with a little one, but she helps keep me young. And um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I can work part time now. And um, as she grows up, I can put more and more more time as I grow my business. So what I love now is I spent years just working and adding stuff but it was all about trying to get pregnant and then as you know I came back to the UK and you know I could work and work and grow as much as I could but it, you know it was about looking after my mum as, as her health was declining and then of course I, I had a baby so then I had kind of like two babies so I could only grow so much and then of course I've come back here because my husband's from Australia and wanted to come back home which was you know always the thing that we were going to do and so for the first time now, it's like, OK, so we've settled back. I've got a child in school and, you know, as, as she grows up, time will change. And so now it's just like, OK, so I am now able to just grow. And so what is that for me and how can I, you know, how can I be, you know, how can I make a difference? You know, how can I really put my, you know, my support out to all the women of the world you know how can i you know create that difference to support the world and where i have a message that you know miracles do happen and um when we look inside we can change everything outside so that's so exciting i can't tell you right now it's scary and exciting at the same time <laughs> yeah but i think as well your your journey your story demonstrates that whole thing we were talking about earlier about chaos looks really scary and frightening and unpredictable and yet wonderful things can come and I think it's it's evidence that just allow trust yes yeah just and, and be you know remember who we really are remember that we have everything we need we are love and that's we can choose how to respond and when we choose consciously and we live consciously it'll all work out mm, absolutely and um it's um i know i was sort of chatting to somebody about you know when i when i allowed myself to give up and searched about how i could do that and let go it's like when when we let go we allow life to actually happen as it should mm. Instead of like, oh, I'm going to have to wait because that person is controlling everything and I can. And we let go. It's like, okay, so now, you know, it's like we always get what we need, not necessarily what we want. But when we release to that, like you say, letting go of the attachment, it's interesting. You know, it's like I say, I, I now realize that when we let go, it allows an amazing chain of events to happen because we've let go of that attachment. So now I can bring all of that learning with my clients and go, okay, so let's start doing some of these things. I and mean, if we bring them in now. And you don't have to take the 10 years that I took. Yeah, 
and and but at the same time because they've been drawn to you that is the right time for them for sure and that is for sure i love absolutely and i love being able to collaborate i collaborate with quite a few other fertility specialists and other coaches because you know it's always about you know we we've all got our different journeys and each one of our journeys are so valid because i'm not them and they're not me so the more that they can know who we all are it's like you'll take the one that resonates with you most and when we've all had our different journeys and we're you know our messages you know this can happen and it's so interesting there's more and more and more infertility so let's you know let's see what we can heal because i think it's it's a real calling home it's time to come home and that that is exactly what i feel is so important at this time to really give ourselves permission to be ourselves to step into that as fully as we can and the journey for me the purpose for me is not so much what we do but how we do it i.e how are we showing up are we really just getting back to being ourselves for me that's yeah. that's why we're here and like you say to, to release those attachments to break those chains of this is the pattern it doesn't have to go any further it can stop here i can stop that pattern i can be the one to say finish i can yeah. just deal with it release it let it go and move on freely in myself and then pass that on if i have uh, children and grandchildren too absolutely absolutely so yeah but you're, you're an auntie as well though but it, you still you know i don't think it has to be your own children but it, it no. can also be all the children that we can connect with because it's, it's in all sorts of different ways absolutely i'm a stepmother so for me it was all of a sudden a 16 year old yeah. and learning how to not obviously he didn't need another parent but to be the adult in his life to be the person that he could turn to if he needed to to suddenly yeah. go oh how do i deal with that what does that mean for me he's not my child but he's kind of in my care because he's not 18 yet how do i respond to that that was a huge a huge yeah. kind of turnaround in my life and a huge challenge and learning for me so yeah it's wonderful yeah beautiful what a new <laughs> so liz thank you so much it's been wonderful to chat to you and i yeah. look forward to hearing about any of this new work in your feminine studies and feminine bringing the feminine more to the world i was actually talking with uh, carrie griffiths the other day who's a financial expert and she is bringing the feminine to finance to the financial Ooh, world so i love that this you know all these connections are forming and and the message is so similar but from different perspectives and how we need to bring the feminine into all aspects of our life and just to have that balance so wonderful liz thank you so much and give my love to willow and uh have a wonderful rest of your evening. I will do. Um, Robin, thank you so much for chatting to me and uh, just allowing us to be such a wonderful chat and um, love you so much. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And watch this space. Let's see what more comes out. <laughs> yeah, such wonderful information. Thank you so much, Liz. Bye -bye. Thank you too, my love. Okay, bye.